Hello, this is Nerd Cage Live, and we just wanted to thank you for listening to this audio-only version of the show. And be sure to subscribe here and over on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash nerdcagelive. You're now about to witness the strength of Geek Knowledge. Hello, welcome. That's right. Once again, you are trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This channel is a celebration of all things pop culture, including yours truly, Mortal Kombat 1, as we're gonna review it. Final review. Please hit that like button and subscribe if you're new to the channel. Thank you for being here. Please share this with everyone you know. This helps us more than you know. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, certified geek, seven days a week. Coming to you live from the land of the orange, the land of Earth Crisis, and the land of Tom Cruise of Syracuse, New York. And always among us is the champion of the Elder Gods. You know him, you love him. He is our moderator and troll hammer. Stronger than the DK Banana You can't stop it. You can't top it. You can't crop it. Like a B-52 bomber, Oppenheimer, he's going to drop it. He's the Nerd Cage Live Gaming, profit born from the Atomic Seed and the Titanium Movements. Joe from Fall One Gaming, what's going on, my dude? Yo, cannot wait to chop this up with you. We had an amazing time playing it for like seven hours. So we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> you know what? That was one of the best live streams ever, even despite the fact that we had to wait for an update. It was cool reminiscent on old Mortal Kombat videos and talking yes. about combat. So thank you to everybody who actually joined us on that stream. Um, you can already know my small promoter, Joe. You can go over to the Nerd Cage Live. Say it with me. Gaming. Gaming. Channel. <laughs> and the entire playthrough of Story Mode is there. Go to the two hour and 38 minute mark. And that's when we actually start playing the Story Mode start to finish. Whole stream is there. And as you can see, we got our footage right here for your views and pleasure as we break the game down. But Joe, before we get into our review here, uh, that's on, it's on both Twitch and YouTube. So twitch.tv slash nerdcagelive or YouTube slash uh, at nerdcagelivegaming. It's there. I'll just say this though. Twitch will take it down in like a month, but it's there on YouTube forever. Yes. On our, our sub-channel, not this channel, our sub-channel, it's our Simonly cast. All right, uh, but Joe, before we go over our review, Joe, we have a lot of stuff to promote, and it's Mortal Kombat. Oh, yes, we do. But first and foremost, Joe, last week's stream. Yes, if you haven't already, check out Jay's one-on-one -on -one stream with Adam of Scry Productions. Absolutely. And Joe, we just dropped a new video. We did. It's probably our best food review to date. It is the food review of the Mortal Kombat 11 Ice Shatter and Scorpion Sting Mortal Kombat energy drinks. So With that was a fun Yes. <laughs> Elder God Tabmuck 99. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and of course, Joe. Uh, working on the video as we speak, but tomorrow, if it doesn't drop tomorrow, it'll definitely drop Friday, but Joe, our next video. Yes, is our unboxing of the Mortal Kombat 1 Collector's Edition. Yes. And then over on Twitch, on Friday. Yes, we go back to Resident Evil 5 with more boulder punching action. <laughs> yes, that's twitch.tv slash nerdcagelive, and the plan is to start at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And then, Joe, we have a makeup stream to do Saturday. Yeah, Saturday we go back to God of War, where we'll be doing a four-hour stream of that to catch up. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Joe, go ahead and plug in social media. All right. If you want to get us on Twitter or Instagram, both handles are at nerd underscore cage. Our link to our Discord is in the description. Become a member there as well. And our Facebook discussion group, that is Nerd Cage Nation. We love everything you guys put up there. No spoilers, no politics, and for God's sakes, keep it civil. Absolutely. And if you haven't already, go to our Public. We have Mortal Kombat Nerd Cage merchandise like this awesome 
Nerd Cage Life Fatality Pillow. Hold on, let me play a sound effect for that. Hold on, I got one for you guys. I got one for you. Uh, I gotta scroll through this. And we also got t-shirts from Mortal Kombat. Check this out, guys. Here, I'm just gonna full screen myself one last time. Check it out, we have the Mortal Kombat Arcade Marquee. We got Mortal Kombat 1 Fatality, Nerd Cage Live wins. Mortal Kombat 2 Fatality, Nerd Cage Live wins. And Mortal Kombat 3, Nerd Cage Live Fatality. And of course, here is our regular shirt with the strength of geek knowledge on the back. Any size, any color, whether if you're a skinny booty call or a fat fuck, big or small, we love them all. We go from small all the way to 5XL. We also have magnets, hoodies, um, stickers, pillows. Go to the link to public link in the description. All right, let's just get right into it, Joe. Mortal Kombat 1. Joe, overall impression. Don't give a rating yet, but your overall impression. Um... I enjoyed it. It was it was fun to play. It's uh it's got some really good uh fighting mechanics like it always should. And you know, I enjoyed the characters that they had in the in the story mode and offline on the uh on the actual local play. But it did have its nuances and its flaws that can't be overlooked. Yes. Um I, I tend to agree. Uh we're pretty much on the same wavelength. Um I don't think this is the best Mortal Kombat game ever, and I don't even think it's the best Mortal Kombat game of the Netherrealm era. More on that later. Um, I do think, gameplay-wise, it's an improvement from Mortal Kombat 11. As much as I enjoyed Mortal Kombat 11, I had my issues with that one. Um, but you can make the argument that, graphically speaking, Mortal Kombat 11 looked better. Mm -hmm. Um... I know there's the whole issue with the Switch, more on that later, but here's what makes this Mortal Kombat stand out. This game has a lot of replay value because of all the content they crammed in there. This by far has the most content, Now I'm not just talking about like playing the game, like extra content, extra options, extra play, uh, uh, gameplay modes. This has the most content of any Mortal Kombat game of the NetherRealm era. Although it still hasn't reached the deception um, yes. levels of, um, you know, content. But there's a lot in here to appreciate. Um, I love the cameo system. I was skeptical at first, but I love it. Um, I do have my nitpicks as well. Uh, story mode is, is as fun as it was. It did kind of deflate me. More on that later. But overall... It's a solid entry. It's a solid and worthy entry of the series. And that being said, Joe, where do you want to start? Do you want to start? Do you want to talk gameplay? Do you want to talk game modes? You want? We'll save story for last. Let's let's leave story for last. Okay. But what do you want? Do you want to talk about the the game modes? Do you want to talk gameplay? Um, do you want to talk the roster? Let's start. Let's start with something uh, a little bit simpler, and let's start with the roster of characters. Okay, this roster, I'm going to just go, go right ahead and say it. I'm, I'm going to give a little mini ratings, and I'll do an overall rating at the end. Um, I'm going to give the roster 9 out of 10, and here's why. Nothing will ever surpass the MK Trilogy roster or the MK9 roster, the, 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 you know, the core characters from the first three games. Uh, shout out to Doomzell. Doomzell just stopped in. Um, but I'm going to say this. This is what the roster should have been post Mortal Kombat 9. So you, we have a great collection of characters, with a K, from Mortal Kombat 4, Mortal Kombat 5, Deadly Alliance, and Mortal Kombat 6, Deception. The, the 3D era characters that we haven't seen in a while are finally back. I always felt that when Mortal Kombat X came out, that's the direction they should have went in. But no, the, the, the problem with Mortal Kombat 10X and Mortal Kombat 11 is they kept rehashing the trilogy characters and then adding newcomers that weren't always the most appealing. It's not a diss, but like, you know, I was never too big on like Kotokan, Jackie Briggs. Like, I like Cassie Cage. I like Aaron Black. Not the retcon though, but like... 
Like, I felt like the new characters were kind of like hit and miss in between Mortal Kombat X and 11. I appreciate this game because they brought back characters that we haven't seen in a while. That was a brilliant move, and I'm very happy with that. So I think this is safe to say, as of right now, this is the best roster of the NetherRealm games that's not called Mortal Kombat 9. Mortal Kombat 9 will always have the best roster, because it's the, it's the trilogy roster. But this comes second, because this was the follow-up roster I wanted, and we finally got it. So, I agree. so um, highlights. So, Joe, what are your, some of your highlight characters? What characters do you like playing as? And what what characters are you happy um, that are back? What it's it's weird because of the gameplay and being as different as it is from MK11. I'm finding myself being better with characters I didn't expect. Like, I am a complete badass with Baraka, and I never choose Baraka most of the time. So I, I think that was a that was a pretty fun surprise. Uh, Raiden is absolutely badass. Yes. Um, Liu Kang is is good, but he's he's supposed to be. He's a god. So I mean, it's not like you're like you expect to be good with him. Yeah, Liu Kang yeah. is still Liu Kang. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, there's some uh, there's some characters in there that that I really they were really just kind of on the back burner for me. And then when I played them, I was like blown away at how good they were. So yeah, I'm going to have to say Baraka, Raiden. Um, who else was I going Sub-Zero being playing better for me than Scorpion was really out there for me because Scorpion's usually my main. Yeah. So when I found myself being better with Sub-Zero, I was like, oh, this is completely different. You know, so I had a lot of those moments with the new, with the uh, with the character lineup. Yeah, and I will say that they Scorpion and Sub Zero. I hate their story though. We'll get on that later. But as far as yeah. gameplay goes, this is the best they've ever been in a long ass time. Because I I felt like not so much Mortal Kombat Nine, but I feel like Mortal Kombat X and Eleven ruined Sub Zero and Scorpion for me personally, gameplay wise. Um, so it's great to have they got that classic feel back. Um, Raiden is obviously my main. Um, although I'm not wild about his design, his story I can live with. I'm not too wild about his design, but my God, Raiden plays like what Raiden, like like in Mortal Kombat trilogy, like Raiden feels like that again, where I can just I can combo into the torpedo and and of course you got a lot of those lightning moves that he had in Mortal Kombat X and Eleven. But I just feel like Raiden's smooth. Um, so yeah, Raiden was a standout for me. Reptile was a standout for me because Reptile again, he's got the force ball. You know, yeah. he's got the slide. He's got the acid spit. Like these characters feel like what they're supposed to be. Um, again, I rocked with Braca, especially with his his rainbow move. The, you know, the, the, the mm -hmm. rainbow motion that he does. I like uh, this jump spin move. I think that's yeah. awesome. Um. I really wasn't. I wanted to be good with Astra. I wasn't. I'm, I'm gonna have to try her again. I wanted to be good with Astra because I'm excited she's back. Um, like I said, Liu Kang still plays like Liu Kang. Uh, Kung Lao. Um, I'm gonna have to try Kung Lao again. I like how Kung Lao played, but I think jo Johnny Cage plays great. Um, yeah. See, I I, what like I'm noticing. What I'm noticing is there's certain characters that you're good with right off the bat, and there are certain ones that provide a learning curve to when you, once you've learned everything, then you can be good with them, but it takes a while. Yeah, but I just feel like with Raiden and Reptile and Braca, I was able to just jump right in, um, you know, use the legacy special moves and the combos. Mm -hmm. Uh, again, very similar to Mortal Kombat 11, um, except there's also a real uh, emphasis on air, air, um, air combos. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm always going to love the dialogue combo system from Mortal Kombat 3. Will always be my favorite. Oh, yeah. Mortal Kombat yeah. 9 would probably be second. This would be third. The combos feel better than they did in the previous two games. Again, yeah. I think this game, gameplay-wise, is miles above X and Eleven. Miles. And let me just say that the uh, the brutalities are much easier to pull off in this than they were in Eleven. Yes, but I feel like the fatalities are too easy. And they're again, a little I, easy. I feel like they did the same thing in Mortal Kombat Eleven. I think 
I I prefer the fatalities to be more challenging to uh, input. Um, because that's what made more combat special is that you had to be skilled to do a fatality. I feel like this game kind of catered to the pussies. Like, oh, it's too hard. Well, let's make it easy for you. That's yeah. kind of a letdown for me personally. But, you know, then again, I'm a old school board. Yeah, I think it was more of, like, back in the Midway days, it was, you had to be skilled because it was almost a reward to get to do one. Yeah. Now, it's, we want to showcase what they look like because that's the draw for the game. So they want to make it as easy as possible to get you to do them. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, before we move on, Joe, uh, what one through ten? What would you give this roster? Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Only the only reason I give it a little lower is the fact that I think everyone's in the same boat as me, which we'll probably never see this, but everyone wants that that kind of roster that you get in a Mugen, where you have almost everyone. Like, I mean, the entire screen is filled up with characters, and I don't yeah. think we'll ever get that. I think Trilogy was as close as we ever got. And I don't think we'll ever get that caliber of roster ever again. But okay. this roster itself was, it was, it was pretty balanced. So I can't, I can't complain. Okay, if I can counter you, Joe. One of the things that always made Mortal Kombat appealing to me as a franchise was... For the most part, up until the last few years, though, well, actually now, I always felt like Mortal Kombat did a good job of, like, putting characters to rest and then bringing them back a few games later. That was always the appeal to me. I don't want to see the same characters over and over and over again. I know yeah. you want... You, I know, I know you're the opposite end of me. You want, you want to see everybody. You like the Mugens and the trilogies. Me, I like it when some characters go away and some characters come back. It's just there's something about. That's why I liked this roster. It was there's something so surreal about seeing Reiko again, seeing Havoc again, seeing Ashra again. It was surreal. <clears throat> you saw how nuts I went when Fujin came back in eleven. Like I, I kind of like it when they bring back char legacy characters from, from from combat's past. So yeah. that's why I'm giving this roster a nine out of ten because we this is the follow up roster I wanted for the most part. Yeah, I just there's I just still, think that it, there's still a few that are missing, but then again we have DLC coming. It it, it sometimes when you get rid of those characters, though, it takes away from like if somebody like. To give you an example, I had somebody over the other day that was playing the game, and he was disappointed because his main has always been Kano, and Kano's now a cameo character, so he can't put it as as his main. So he was deflated on that, and it's like, I can see where they're coming from, where some of the characters that you used to main as, you can't main as in this game because they're not available. I or they're just it. cameo. I get it, but I remember... Mortal Kombat 2 didn't have Sonya and Kano. Um, mm -hmm. Mortal Kombat 3, before a trilogy came out, didn't have Raiden. Uh, didn't mm -hmm. have Baraka. Um, you know, then we got Mortal Kombat 4. Um, you know, we didn't have Cabal, we didn't have Striker. So, like, mm -hmm. some characters are going to take a back seat. Um, yeah. I'm a little surprised Kano did, but I'm not about it, but then again, Kano's not like my favorite. I he, yeah. he's my main MK9, but I'm just saying like overall, like he's never been like my my favorite. Um, yeah. So we will see. Um, but yeah, I think I think we can move on from the roster now. Well, so Joe, where, where do you where, where do you want to take the breakdown next? Let's go to uh, the game modes. Okay. Okay. Go all right. Kick it off. And, uh, let's let's, let's you, start with invasion. You've, you've been playing more of this. Yeah. Now. Let's start with invasion mode. When I started invasion mode, I thought, dude, this is this is fresh. It's new. It's it's got some really cool elements to it and everything. You get to go through each of the uh, areas there in different realms and everything. And it's it it was it had a backstory of its own. 
So it was kind of cool. But the as you go through it more and more, it's literally just breaks down to being modifier matches. And every single match is a different modifier match. And you do have that, um, like, you have the, I don't know if you've played it yet, you have the secret fights. Remember how you used to get secret fights in, like, like the original Mortal Kombat and stuff with yeah. Reptile and stuff? They yeah. brought that back. They also brought to where it's almost like an RPG. You'll be walking from one spot to another, and all of a sudden the screen will crack away, and you'll have a, an ambush fight. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But the thing is, because it's always a one-on-one -on -one fight, or sometimes it's just an endurance fight, uh, it tends to be repetitive. Like, yeah. if you're playing it for a very long period of time, you're going to get burnt out eventually. Yeah. So it's it's cool, but it like I said, it's it's repetitive. So it's it's tough to say that it's like it's not great, you know? Yeah. And then of course we had the regular challenge towers. Um, yeah, the regular challenge towers are what they always are. Um, I do have one complaint. I do have a complaint. Uh, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. And it's bothered me. This has been a problem since Mortal Kombat 3. Okay. We haven't had a tower where you fight every character on the roster since Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. Let me explain. Mortal Kombat 1, Mortal Kombat 2, you had to fight everybody. In fact, Mortal Kombat 1, now you had to fight everybody, but there was an emphasis on the mirror match. You had the three endurance mo the three endurance fights, and of course Goro and Shang Tsung. Mortal Kombat 2, you fought everybody. Then if you were lucky to unlock J fight the Jade fight, then Shang Tsung, Kentaro, Shao Kahn, you fought everybody. <clears throat> this is what bothered me, and they, they haven't fixed it since. Mortal Kombat 3, they would give you the three options: a novice, warrior, and champion. Even if you pick champion. You fight 10 warriors, not the entire roster. And it was the same with Mortal Kombat Ultimate MK3. It was the same with Mortal Kombat 4. Um, and then the huge problem with the 3D era, there was just one fucking tower, and that was 10 characters. Mortal Kombat 9 comes out. Same thing. Champion, novice, or warrior. We haven't had a tower where you fight everybody. So in this game, it gives you novice warrior champion. Champion, you fight 10. Then you have the endurance where you fight as many as you can before you die. And then the survival, yeah. And then the survival. And why then there's endless. Why, I know, but why can't we get a regular tower that has the entire roster? That's yeah. what I want. I wish now I do have it. to say Go ahead. that they do have the mirror match in the tower now. Yes. The the only thing they don't like really emphasize it like it's a mirror match, but you can tell it's a mirror match. Yeah. Um, and then they have towers. In, I, I, I hate to go back to what I was talking about before, but in invasion mode, they have towers in there. They actually add test your might to the towers. Yes. So that's kind of cool too, but I think the uh, the what was it in the the challenge mode in nine was probably one of the best things. It's not really a tower, but it gave you more to do, you know. So if they had a tower like that, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, I love the challenge tower from uh, Mortal Kombat Nine. Three um three hundred fucking levels. That was fucking amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, and of course, there's also online. Um, now, here's the thing. I'm not going to bash the online mode. I hear there's been problems with it, but you know what? There's going to be problems at launch. That's why they had the um, you know, the early releases and this, this, and that. Yeah, and you're always going to have your hardcore fighting game community people that are going to bitch about rollback netcode. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's their thing. Speed, that's always going to be an issue, so I'm not going to... I'm not gonna crucify the online. Um, online's just online. It is what it is. It's. Mm -hmm. I don't think online mode will ever be perfect. I think as as long as we are gamers and living in this network and the internet, 
I don't think we're ever gonna have. I mean, the best way to play a fighting game is to play local co you know, local cot couch. Yeah. Because you're not gonna have connection issues. You're not gonna have rage quit. You know. Mm -hmm. <sighs> that, that's just you know so. And as they get this anti-cheat technology wrenched in, it actually slows your connection even further. Yeah. Because it slows so, it on the server side. All right, so Joe, I'm gonna let you handle this part. Um, we'll, we'll actually we, we can both chime in, and we'll leave we're gonna leave story out of it. But as far as game modes is concerned, seven and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll get him at a seven just because I was when before I knew what was coming, I was expecting something like the crypt to come back. So I wasn't exactly let down that they took it away, but I was surprised that they switched it up. And well, uh, Mortal Kombat Eleven had the best crypt we ever got. Oh yeah, and I was so hoping for a conquest mode and we didn't get one <laughs> yeah i here's the thing you got instead of conquest mode we got invasion mode so you got yeah. that's why i say like i do believe this may be the best content mo in, in in the nether realm era mm -hmm. but man mortal kombat deception gave us puzzle combat chess combat conquest online regular and of course, the crypt. We Don't forget about motor combat. Well, that was Armageddon. Oh, okay, gotcha. But we haven't gotten that much content, that much value ever since. Yeah. Which is why I think a seven and a half is fair. I think it's fair, yeah. All right. And I finally, I guess we can get to the last anything else before we get to story mode because there's a lot um, down here is there anything else before we move on to story unless, mode? unless you want to like do a fatality brutality breakdown i think story modes is no we we to, we're always my complaint with the fatalities is gonna be is the same complaint i had uh since mortal kombat x mm. the, the fatalities are getting drawn out yeah, uh, it's amazing to see it for the first time. But when you play online and you play one player mode and you're doing the same one, two, three fatalities over and yeah. over and over again, and it's drawn out. This is why I prefer the brutalities because they're boom. Back in the day, both yeah. fatalities were just boom. They just went for the kill. Yeah. Now they have mm -hmm. to do this elaborate cutscene, and I'm just getting tired of it. So again, yeah. it's cool to see him for the first time, but at this point, really nothing shocks me anymore. I mean, these are you know we've been playing this for so long. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like they're getting drawn. Like I said, they're great to see for the first time, but then it gets drawn out, and that's all I really got. I mean, if there's anything you want to chime in or anything you want to add to that, I think I would have had more fun with the fatalities had we not been spoiled by most of them in the trailers. <laughs> yeah. Um. And okay, so story mode. Uh, this is the bread and butter. And let me just start by saying that what makes me a Mortal Kombat fan, Joe? Yes, the violence and the cool looking characters is what got my attention back in 1992, 1993. That's what got mm -hmm. my attention. But what kept me going all these years is the stories and the relationships the tournament outcomes i actually cared mortal kombat street fighter never really did that now at least not until recently but like mortal kombat has always had a terrific story from the jump and that's what's kept me going all these years so every time we get a new mortal kombat ever since mortal kombat versus dc every time we get a new mortal kombat game the first thing i do is to play the story mode to see where the canon story unfolds. Um, that being said, we again, let me just reiterate, we played story mode start to finish this past Sunday. You can check out the whole entire stream on Nerd Cage Live. Say it with me. Gaming! Gaming! And of course, <laughs> Nerd Cage Live uh, uh, on Twitch. Uh, you can watch our entire playthrough. In fact, what you're seeing right now 
in the screen below is ripped right out of our uh, playthrough. Mm -hmm. So this story mode was the longest ever. Um, and it was definitely probably the most interesting ever because we're in a new era. And mm -hmm. for the first time ever, we're getting all new origins. Some I liked, some I did not like. Um, some characters I thought were portrayed brilliantly. Some characters I wasn't too wild about how they portrayed. Mm -hmm. There are some characters where I dig the looks, and there's some characters where I did not dig the looks. Um, that being said, when we start the story mode, it was cool seeing, like, new origins. For example, an origin of Kung Lao's hat. Um, they really did Johnny Cage justice with his, his portion of the story. Um, I love seeing Liu Kang as the overseer. Um, yeah. I love... I Liu Kang. I'm gonna say this. Besides Kwai Liang Sub Zero, I think Liu Kang has definitely had a really, really fun arc. From becoming yeah. the champion, then becoming a zombie, and then becoming a revenant, and then becoming a god. Liu Kang has had a tremendous, crazy turmoil, um, yet fun story. And this probably may be my favorite version of Liu Kang we ever got. I love this mm -hmm. new version of Liu Kang. Yeah, me too. So that being said, when we saw that, we'll get to the major spoiler in a little bit, that Liu Kang's story was in fact the canon ending, I'm like, all right, let's start over, let's start fresh, let's see where we go from here. I was interested in what, what what they did, and it kept it kept me going. Um, seeing Liu Kang, seeing Liu Kang uh, promote and recruit his core four, then Raiden being his champion, um, and then we go from the tournament, which again the Mortal Kombat tournament is completely different now, and yeah. it didn't last that exactly. in the story itself. So we went from a quick tournament. And here's what was interesting too was, uh, in this in this timeline, as as I expected, Earthrealm was more powerful than the Outworld, mm -hmm. which is crazy because it's, uh, this is the first time in more common history it's been like that. I was fine mm -hmm. with that because it makes sense in the context of Liu Kang is the overseer and the keeper of time. It only makes sense that. He, Earthrealm would be more powerful for the than Outworld for the first time ever. Mm. Um, I was okay with that just this one time because I was expecting it. Um, yeah. So the tournament was brief, and then we went from a tournament to a manhunt. Um, this is where it started to lose me a little bit. Um, I did not mind the fact that. Shang Tsung was we were hunting down Shang Tsung what made me a little irritated was well I thought for sure there was going to be someone pulling the strings behind the scenes that wasn't Shang Tsung mm -hmm. I was ready for a new either for A bringing back Onaga or B an entirely new threat that Liu Kang did not foresee that gave rise to a new power that we haven't seen before that's what i was expecting we didn't get that in fact yeah we basically got a, his a repeat of history yeah. so what happened was spoiler alert just like in mortal kombat 11 where where chronica merged timelines now shang sung merged timelines this now I would have been. This is where I would have even been. I, I even would have been okay if what was shown to us in the beginning was true, and Kronika didn't die and she was pulling the strings. Still, I would have even kind of been okay with that because she's a titan and could have led to other titans and stuff like that. But instead, you find out the biggest spoiler is that it's not Kronika. It's Shang Tsung pretending to be Kronika using the Damashi shit from Deception. 
Yeah, that was very disappointing. Um, not to mention, and you said it, you said it live on air, Joe. You that the animators and the voice actors were trying so hard to replicate Kari Tagawa. Yes. That bothered Which me. Which can't too. be done. <laughs> it can't be done. Well, <laughs> like, think... they, they started rehashing the Dudley Alliance. They started rehashing the the the. The unbeatable army, which wasn't Onaga, it was uh, what Emperor Ying. Like, Emperor Ying, but I'm not quite sure that's not referencing Onaga because I don't know if maybe in this new timeline or something. I don't know if maybe that's like the human version. I don't. I don't know how to. They, they didn't tell us much about it, so it's kind of hard to draw conclusions from it. But I yeah, have a hard time believing but, that Onaga isn't there somewhere. I mean, they still call it the Dragon Army. I know? know, but that was a missed opportunity. Like, we could have... I don't think anybody would have been mad if, if this game let... If Mortal Kombat 13 led to Onaga. I don't yes. think anybody would have yeah. been mad. In fact, I would have mm -hmm. lost my mind. Um, mm -hmm. So that was disappointing because I was expecting a new threat. Um, or at least a threat we haven't seen in a while. But no, we have to have the same Shang Tsung, a lesser Shang Tsung, because it's not Terry Tagawa. And I just, it was just at this point. At this point, I I don't know if I'm jumping the gun by saying this. I think there's only one way you save this, and the only way I can think that you can save this, add another threat, and keep it going to where they go. Okay, you redeemed yourself. Is if the realms were to merge back together, like all of them become the one being and merge all the timelines into one i mean yeah but the, the bottom line is i'm tired of this timeline merging shit i'm tired I'm well tired. what i'm saying is you would only have one timeline left like you'd only have one timeline so you don't have to worry about the whole multiverse shit and you have the biggest threat possible because you have the one being now i mean i think that would have been better than what we got yeah but I'm just, uh, but again, I just want to reiterate, I'm tired of this time, this timeline bullshit. I'm tired of it. I yeah. just want this to be Liu Kang's new era. That's what I wanted. But I don't know. I, I think the writing was a little wonky. Uh, now, before we get to the final part, which I kind of had a problem, as, as, as amusing as it was, it was, it was cringe. But before we get to that, my other big issue is I hate the new uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero um, uh, retcon uh, chain. Okay, now I do have to say something about that. If it's if it's true what I read, and it came directly from the story director of from the other realm, he said that this idea of making uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero brothers and using Kwai Liang to do it has been around for a very long time and actually came from the mind of John Tobias. Yes, Tabmog99 confirmed that, yes. Yes, and the, his reasoning behind it is because he, he wanted to squash the rivalry and he figured what better way to do it than to make them brothers. Here's the thing. I think the execution was off, to be honest. Well, here's the thing. I And I just said it earlier. Kwai Liang is probably the best written character in Mortal Kombat history, in my opinion. I know you say Scorpion. I say it's Kwai Liang. <laughs> and now they took that away. The, the most interesting yeah. character of Mortal Kombat has now been changed. And I don't... And, and I agree with you. I agree with you that I'm more upset that Kwai Liang's original... Like buildup of his story is now just gone. Yeah. Rather than being upset that Hanzo is not Scorpion, that and, I can do, I can deal with. And that was the other thing I'm going to get to. You've always said that what, uh, Scorp what the reason why Scorpion appeals to you is the revenge aspect. Yes. And and the and you could also say the re the redemption arc as well. Mm -hmm. We no longer have that. Yeah. I think and next I to, to Sub-Zero and Liu Kang, I think Scorpion is the next best written character. Yeah. And here's another that's spoiler. Been, that's been... T anyway, 
what I'm saying is the best written characters have been taken away from us. Yeah. And here's another spoiler for, for Scorpion. But like you said, the endings aren't canon. But if it were, it would make sense because the ending for, I think it's, I think it's Smoke's ending. Yeah. If I remember correctly, they you find out that Wiley-Ang Scorpion and Smoke found and trained Hanzo to be the next Scorpion. Well, we'll see if that turns out to be canon when, when that happens, but... Um, yeah, and he was like 10 years old at the time, I think, or something like that. Yeah, Hanzo so... Was. Anyway, I'm just saying... As far as the, the retcons go, that was my least favorite. I still don't like it. It's hard. It's As a longtime fan, it was hard for me to stomach. Um, yeah. I was fine with... I was fine with Kitana and Molina. I was fine with it. It wasn't my favorite, but I didn't hate it either. I liked... Sin, I, I think Sindel was improved because I hated her in eleven. I hated the whole Jared and Ermac arc. The reason being is I didn't like Jared being such a soft, like, okay, honey, do whatever you want. I didn't, I didn't like that. And not um, only that, but you don't just get rid of all the rest of Ermac's souls and go, oh yeah, he's just going to get uh, taken over by this one, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but in Aramak the original, but, in, but in the in the original in the original timeline, Jer Jared was one of the souls of Ermac. That was in the original timeline. Yes, but he just never took over. Yeah. Um. All right, Joe. How did you feel about Shao Kahn being Je Sindel's general? You mean Sindel's bitch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was kind of uh, he, he's. Even in a reset timeline, you know, you can tell he's trying to, you know, be the old Shao Kahn. I, I want to be the freaking emperor, but he's got the power to do it. And the fact that he's just, oh, yeah, yes, dear, no, dear. You know, that's, no, that's not Shao Kahn. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, they should have just left Shao Kahn out completely. Mm hmm. Or maybe just like he appears later and on. And they nerfed his gameplay, I'm sure you noticed that. Because they learned from MK11 how powerful it can be if he's not nerfed, so they nerfed the hell out of it right from the get-go this time. Yeah, and also I hate the fucking horns and the look, if, if, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping when they have these uh, cosmetics and stuff, they can give him a look that doesn't have that. Alright, and this is, where, this is where the game really lost me. Again, thrilled to see Natara back. Hated Megan Fox. I love and, the look. I hate the voice. Crazy. So I'm yeah. not the only one bitching. The backlash has been incredible. Um I I'm glad they get, they kept Ashra consistent. Um I didn't I liked Lee May's new story. I didn't care for Tanya's new story. Um, like I said, I was good, fine with the core four. Like the whole, I wish Raiden looked cooler, but I was fine with Raiden's new story. I, I was fine with Kung Lao, Johnny Cage, and you know what? I actually enjoyed this version of Kenshi. Um, yeah. Really, what lost me the most was Shao Kahn, and of course Scorpion and Sub Zero is what lost me the most. But the rest of it worked for the most part um yeah. i mean we already talked about the whole shang song thing uh is there anybody in yeah. the story that i'm missing before we get to like to, to the end of the story uh serena well she was a cameo um but well yeah cool she's in the story though. yeah um, yeah i mean her origin didn't really change dr uh drastically really yeah. Um, Rain was like a throwaway. He was in there for like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really care for this version of Rain. Um, yeah. Didn't really do anything for me personally. Uh, mm -hmm. 
you know, Shang Tsung, you know, we kind of elaborated on that. Um, yeah, and one thing I do want to touch upon is uh, another thing that I read, and I think it was straight from Ed Boone, is he basically said that if he had an unlimited supply of money, he would have made every single character based off an actual celebrity. <laughs> Which, I don't know, there's there's a mixed response to that. Like, some people are saying, well, you might have the Megan Fox thing happen with multiple characters, and that that's would suck. It, that's exactly it. That's where I'm going to get at. Um, yeah. Voice actors are voice actors for a reason. Yeah. Megan Fox. Now, one now, I would have liked now, to now see, though. Megan, now that Megan Fox is a bad actress, she's probably even worse as a voice actress. That being said, I don't want multiple fucking bad dialogue characters and yeah. bad deliveries. Now, one one that I would have enjoyed seeing, at least the likeness anyway, um, is obviously Keanu Reeves' Kenji. I yeah. think would have been. Well, that's different. Like, Keanu Reeves <laughs> is not going to phone it in, you know? Yeah. Like, if, if you can guarantee me that we're going to get home runs with every actor portraying a Mortal Kombat character, if you can guarantee me a home run, um, then great. But the problem is, you lost me with Ronda Rousey, and you really, you really hurt yourself even more with, with Megan Fox. Um, you know, I mean, it was cool having Stallone as Rambo, but Rambo really doesn't belong in Mortal Kombat, in my opinion. And of course, you got a, a Arnold impersonator, like. Oh yeah, and it's funny. It's funny you say that because I don't know if you've played the uh, Predator Hunting Grounds, but Arnold didn't lend his voice to Mortal Kombat, but lent his voice to the Predator Hunting Grounds game. <sighs> yeah, so that's just it. Like, if I think it's too much of a risk, I say. Get the best voice actors and voice actresses and stick with it. Yeah. And sometimes these new and upcomers are better than you would get with a celebrity. Yeah. You know? So I like yeah, I, I think overall, even though they got overall the voice acting was good, just and he, here's, was here's fucking a, awful. Here's another thing. Jean Claude Van Damme looking like Jean Claude Van Damme is one thing. And sounding like him was a was a fun thing be having his voice led to it. But I still think the best voice for Johnny Cage is the one we actually have for the original model. Yeah. I think they, he just does so much better with voicing Johnny Cage. He just does. <laughs> yeah. And the, the wrap-up story mode in the bow, the finale. Well, I'll just talk about the finale and the post credit scene real quick. Don't get me wrong, Joe. I got a good laugh out of it, but it was stupid. The whole merging of chaotic timelines and, and, and crossover characters. What I mean by crossover characters, you know, your Quan Kang, your Queen Lizard, yeah. your uh, John, John Connor. Connor. <laughs> it, was, it was funny, <laughs> but it was really cringe and unnecessary. I, I yeah. didn't like it. It was funny, but I didn't like it. I um, think they overdid it. Like, they had too many fights with that. Like, they, they could have done, like, two or three, called it a day, said, okay, the joke is over. Instead, they just kept it going and going, and I think that was what the issue was. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, I end up picking Raiden, and then, of course, at the end, we see the core four back together, Luke Kang going back to whatever he was going to do. Yep. Now, the post credit scene... I know you and I have have talked up Havoc, and I love Havoc, but I'm still a little iffy about this so-called Lord Havoc, and now, if what they're going to do is, if they're going to do what I think they're going to do is, and they're going to merge all these characters, like all these crossover characters for the next game, because I don't know if I want that. No, I don't, I don't want that either. I don't want them to make the joke into an entire game that would be terrible but if you have Havoc like a sub villain you know like um, like Quan Chi was to Shinnok and you have him bring a bigger villain into it like if you had yes. Havoc lead to Onaga that would be kind of cool yes. or something like that yes. that would be epic I would love, I would love that 
Yeah. So after after I got time to sleep on it, Joe. Story mode. I'm giving it a six out of ten. I slept on it. I, I was thinking about it at work all day yesterday and today. I was high when I started playing it, and then I had the more I thought about it. I think as much as I hated some of the shit in Eleven, I really enjoyed the aftermath. Um, yeah, this gets a six out of ten for me. The story gets six out of ten. Joe, what are you doing? What are you giving it? Um, I'm gonna. Ha I, I'll just gotta bump it up just a little, just because I I enjoyed the playthrough of the story, and I'm probably gonna play through it again. Um, well, yeah, you have to because you need havoc. I know. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. And I hope, I kind of hope, just to redeem themselves, they do another DLC story to kind of hash some stuff out. Yeah. So to put this final review in the bow, Joe, uh, so as I said, roster I gave a 9, content I gave a you know, 7.5, story I'm giving a 6, Gameplay, uh, what did I say, uh, nine? I don't remember. I think so. So, overall, to put this game overall in a bow, I think this game, and I'm, I'm, I'm strictly speaking out of Mortal Kombat standards, I think this game's worthy, and I might change my mind a little bit later, but as of right now, eight and a half out of ten is my final rating for Mortal Kombat. Um, one. Uh, it's not the best Mortal Kombat ever. Um, it's not even the best NetherRealm game ever. That still goes to Mortal Kombat 9. But there's a lot of stuff I like more than X and 11. And there's some stuff I like more in 11 than I did in this. Um, <laughs> but overall, as a whole, I think this is probably the best NetherRealm game because the game, the gameplay is so damn good and the roster is so goddamn good. I gotta put this above 11. So, Mortal Kombat 9 will always be the best NetherRealm game. This is probably the second best NetherRealm game. 8.5 out of 10. That's my final rating. Joe, what do you got? Yeah. And I, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it an 8 out of 10. Um, I, I liked 11 a little better than this. So, you know, I think I gave 11 like a 9 out of 10. And, uh, you know, Nine will always be, like you said, the best NetherRealm game yeah. to date. Um, so that's probably another nine, nine and a half for me. And t the only Mortal Kombat that ever gets a 10 from me is Trilogy. <laughs> yeah, for me, that'll be Mortal Kombat 2. And then, and then you know, for me, it'll always be Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat 9, then Mortal Kombat Trilogy. And then I'd probably... I'd probably do that. Then I'd probably do Shaolin Monks and then this one. Yeah. Um, but I do. I am enjoying the ride. I I'm looking forward to the DLC. So the Homelander, Omni Man, Peace, John Cena's Peacemaker. Um. I really hope we get more characters. I'm really hoping. I'm hoping we get Fujin and I'm hoping we get Kai as DLC. Yeah. And now, Joe, have you seen the DLC leak the other day? The, that the um, I think you told me about it. I don't think I actually saw okay, it. So it's Conan the Barbarian and Ghostface Killer from Scream. Supposedly yeah, got Ghostface. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not really hyped up about Ghostface because that's just a, a guy in a costume. You know, yeah. it's not not any supernatural real thing and as far as Conan goes I mean that's cool and everything but we've already had like our Arnold arc I'll so... say this if they get Arnold to voice it um I'm okay with it but story wise it doesn't make any sense but yeah if they get Arnold to do the voice I'll give it a chance but I can't again I hate guest characters but something I learned to live with. That being said, though, I am looking forward to Omni-Man and Homelander because I'm a huge boys and I'm a huge Invincible fan. 
And it's just amazing how just a couple years ago, we had Tableau 99 on this platform talking about the boys. And here we are seeing Homelander in uh, Mortal Kombat with Anthony <clears throat> Starr likeness and voice. Yeah. So, now, here's, here's an idea for you for guest characters that might might pique your, pique your interest if they were to ever do it. Um, they've already had Chris, Christopher Lambert voice something, a, a voice uh, reading last time in yes. 11. Yeah. I think yeah. it would be kind of cool to have Connor McLeod. <laughs> I, could, I, I, would, I could live with that. I mean, I wouldn't be mad. I can live with that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, you know what his fatal's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> you already know what his fatality's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I just... I don't know. It just looks like I said, something I have to learn to live with. I'll never like the idea of guest characters, but it's something I learned to live with. Yeah. Yeah. I hope, if I have any more requests, can we at least get some guest characters from other video games? Like, can we get, like, Marcus yeah. Phoenix? Different types of crossovers. Or, or Fulgore. From Killer Instinct. Oh yeah. Um, Joanna Dark. Like, can we get like, you know, we had Kratos. Like, come on, like bring instead of movie characters, bring us some video games. Yeah, guys. gaming crossovers would be nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Doom. Yeah, Doom guy. Yeah, like, come on, that's that's what I want to fucking see. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's pretty much it, guys. Uh. Joe, let's just go over what we got. Let's just, just recap everything real quick. So, again, this is, uh, we, we, we overall pleased with Mortal Kombat 1, but not without its flaws and its problems. And we look forward to playing more of the game on Twitch, you know, doing the other modes. Of course, if there's going to be more DLC, we'll probably do that. I'm sure me and Joe will do some versus matches down the road. But, Joe, uh, our energy drink video. Well, you want to start with Adam? Yeah, yeah, I'll start with Adam. Yeah, okay, so if you haven't seen it already, check out our live stream where Jay went one-on-one -on -one with Adam from Scry Productions. Yep, and our newest video that dropped on uh, dropped on Monday. Yes, check out our food review for the Mortal Kombat 11 Ice Shatter and Scorpion String energy drinks with Elder God Tab Mach 99. That skit was amazing. <laughs> yes, it was. Thank you, Joe. I really worked hard on that. And then, uh, well, you did too because you were in it. So I'm just gonna edit bitch. And then Joe, we got an unboxing video. Hopefully we'll drop tomorrow. If we not, do. Or Friday. It'll be either tomorrow or Friday. It shouldn't take me long to do. I have all the yes, footage. The I just gotta mix it. Our unboxing of the Mortal Kombat 1 Collector's Edition. Absolutely. And then Joe, Friday, back on Twitch. Yes, Friday we are back on Twitch with more Resident Evil 5 boulder punching action. And we're gonna do a makeup stream Saturday. Yes, four hours this time. I've got a war of two so we can catch up. Yes. All right, Joe, plug in social media. All right, if you want to get us on Twitter or Instagram, both handles are at nerd underscore cage. Our link to our Discord is in the description. Become a member there as well. And our Facebook discussion group that is Nerd Cage Nation. We love everything you guys put up there. No spoilers, no politics, and for God's sakes, keep it civil. Yes, and of course... Uh... Be sure to get yourself a Nerd Cage Live t-shirt. Uh, we got Mortal Kombat ones, including this design. Uh, so go to our T Public, and uh, I'll just, I'm just going to throw it out there right now. If you show up to Twitch uh, on Friday, there is a good chance, if I get everything done, uh, we have some big reveals coming up. We have, we, we have a shit ton of shit coming up in October and November. So I'm hoping Friday, if not Saturday, Joe, we will reveal all of the October shows. Guys, nice. strap in. Neurocage Live is on the rise. We're gonna have all new guests and all new. Uh, we're gonna have some all new nice. guests and some and some returning guests and some watch parties and some crazy shit happening. I wish I could tell you guys right now, but I can't because I don't have the reveals to show you. Trust me, Joe, Nerd Cage Nation's in for a treat. Stay tuned. You're going to love it. <laughs> Absolutely. That being said, 
Uh, we previously asked you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit like Shao Kahn's empire. So the USA from yours truly, the land of the orange, Syracuse, New York, and to all our friends from around the world at Nerd Cage Live and Nerd Cage Live Gaming. Enjoy life, stay safe, eat your vegetables, do your push-ups, keep playing Mortal Kombat, fuck math, and fuck Megan Fox's awful voice act acting, and good night. Alright, we'll see you guys on Twitch Friday night, and remember, get trapped in the cage! Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go... Hit that subscribe button! And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell! Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! <laughs>